You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Well, I had a whole show planned, Bobby. What's up? No, I had a really good intro, but I forgot it by now. That's okay. I don't deserve one. You deserve a great intro. You deserve everything in the world, all the money, all the time, all the compassion you could possibly want or desire. No, I think the world just thinks I deserve pain, suffering, and frustration. How's, how's it been lately? It seems like you're in one of those moods. No, nah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's been challenging, Rob. It's definitely been challenging. Uh, let's see, where do I start? Uh, I think, well, it started uh, with a, a pint glass being driven into my hand uh, one morning about a month and a half ago. Uh, went to get it out of the drain board and like lifted it and like smashed it into the cabinet above it and just the whole like, broken end of it went straight into my hand seven stitches and then uh let's see what else happened. good on you for not being like everybody else and posting it on social media yeah i mean i don't know who wants to see that shit plus the world does get shares and likes <laughs> i might have got a lot of likes out of that like ah, you fucker you deserve that didn't you um Get a couple of comments from some cousins you've never seen in massachusetts that are like hey hope you're okay there uh, what happened there uh i mean it, it could have been a lot worse i could have like lost all use of my hand sorry i need some life juice right now so i can compose my thoughts um but i didn't hit any nerves and uh it healed up pretty quick and um didn't really uh affect too much work loss or anything like that and then um baby got sick she got better uh, and then uh, a, a fire, an electrical fire happened in our uh, production commissary kitchen, which uh, that shut that down. And um, been trying to figure out how to work without a, a, a place to do it. Um, been using friends places, uh, just not ideal. Um, and these are like the two busiest months, three busiest months of the year coming up that pretty much set us up to make it through the cold winter. Um, yeah. Um, well, you're a survivor for sure. <laughs> you think it's like a test of faith? Like God is just throwing you through the ringer? It is. It definitely is like constantly in my life. It's like, how bad are, do you want it? Uh, are you spitting right. on puppies in your free time where karma's just taking it out on you? I guess, I guess I just been hating a little bit too much and beside inside and uh, like, yeah, like I, I was not happy with uh, the situation at the, the production facility because uh, it's a share space. So myself and 20 other businesses work out of there and it's kind of like a free for all, um, you know, welcome to the Terra Dome type shit. If you're not there super early in the morning, then you got to kind of like find a place to work. Uh, and everybody's like competing to use equipment and space and 
and and you got these like yahoos in there like god bless them i remember when i first started out uh but i was a little more aware of taking up space i only used like one table because i was small and i didn't need a whole lot and try to stay out of people's way and these people come in and they're like i need five tables to cook for four people and i'm like what the fuck man get it together organize yourself stop fucking making a mess on this table and then moving over to another one people are yeah. trying to work here I'm, whatever, I'm whatever like, happened to like the small supporting business thing back when this pandemic first opened everything back up there was like some support small businesses i'm rarely seeing that now like it's just back to the old dog dog eat dog bro, mentality bro they're they're firing last year's heroes right now because they don't want to don't get it jab like what i don't understand can't say like, those words on this show i'm sorry we're censored now is it uh well i try to be just don't even bring it up because that the whole i looked at the youtube if you if i could i could read you off everything that youtube says you cannot say and it's like well then what the fuck are you just got to talk about shit that doesn't make any sense like you ever see that movie alien yeah that shit you got to talk about that's all that, that's I'm all it's much, safe anymore yeah and it's it's sad it's sad um talk about the new sopranos how they went to the guy's story and they made this thing it's called like saint something or whatever this new movie that's coming out and it's supposed to be a backstory before he joined the mafia like one of the main sopranos people you need to have these types of characters so society agrees with them uh who's society i'm not uh, i'm not buying it well there's I'm a sorry. there's a guy i've been uh I've been uh, I played on the podcast before. It's a whole clip. It's like an eight minute video. He's an ex KGB like official person, and he talks about like the brainwashing or the decentralization of another country. And he talks about the best way to do it. It's over a twenty year process, and this was recorded in nineteen eighty four. And the steps that he starts talking about are exactly the things that are happening now, where it's literally getting a whole generation of people to hate the country that they're in. Like I'm a patriot at heart. I don't hate America, but I believe that it's part of our fault as well too. me and you and other generations as well that have let corruption just pass i mean a hundred and what is it there was a new thing that just happened recently it was like a certain amount of judges or something where i'll have to find the article real quick because it's just trending today when i'm when we're recording this but and i don't want to go down the whole politics thing but um Oh, is it the not the not the Panama Papers, the Pandora yeah, the, Papers? The Pandora Papers. Twelve million leaked documents published on Sunday by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, which involves six hundred journalists from one hundred and fifty media outlets in one hundred and seventeen countries. So it's about at least twelve million docu documents and two point ninety four terabytes of data. Um, reveal all the global elites, including hundreds of politicians, are using shell companies to avoid paying. I mean. I don't, is it easier if we lived in the West, maybe the old West, like back in the Cowboys day? I mean, you wouldn't be here. You probably wouldn't have an arm if we did though. But I mean, Hey, mm, you could shoot I mean, somebody in the street. If you got a problem now, you just make them lose their business, their life until eventually they hurt themselves. Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I think that whole Pandora papers crap is the Epstein stuff getting unraveled right now. Uh, you know, like sort of sound like to me, they just followed the money. And they found out that they were basically hiding it in, um, instead of offshore accounts and offshore real estate and everything like that. But again, so so what? They they've put all their names out there. Is anything going to happen to these people? Probably any, not. any kind. Of, no, we're just going to keep on going because I get mean, a doll made out of them. 
the rest of the world's got their head in the sand. They're they're just too busy <laughs> trying to survive or hate their neighbor because. Hold on, you're gonna have a color. Pandora's Papers action figure with one of these politicians that you'll get in a little box that you open up on Christmas Day. Look, little Tommy, it's fucking Rudolph Giuliani. <gasps> I was searching very hard for American names in that article that i read yesterday and i didn't see anything they the prime minister ex-prime minister of england was the closest thing that i saw tony blair that they could connect to these things i didn't see anybody here i'm you know i'm sure that every one of the last five presidents is probably in that list but you don't see their names on there everybody's a goddamn cult leader that's what it is (laughs) they start burning people I thought about starting a cult one time, and then I realized I didn't want a bunch of weirdos following me around. You didn't want to be the the god amongst men. No, no. not those. No, it w- it would have been like God against the undesirables. You know, like I'd have been the leader of the misfit toys. <laughs> I mean, I think that they need a leader at some point. I feel like we're all feeling like misfits with a major identity crisis that goes on, but it just. Oh man, I don't want to get into the politics of it. There's too many. It's it's in the eyes of everybody right now. Everybody's it's like everyone's glued to the screen about it because it's everywhere you look is that. And I'm like, I've heard more people say to me recently that they wish they could go back before there was the internet. So I, you you heard about the possible solar flares that are are possibly going to shut down the internet. How do you feel about that? What solar flares? Yeah, there's supposed to be this huge. Um, solar storm that's coming that may possibly cripple the internet and i'm like a part of me really wants to see that happen and then i'm like but how will i do anything if this ends up being like 2000 where everyone just goes the internet's gonna crash they all start uploading their pictures before their lost family members that they never connect to are gonna see the last bits and pieces of them I don't really give a shit if it does, to be 100% honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to be upset that all my content and conversations are gone, and we're probably never going to be able to communicate unless I find your fucking address and mail you a letter or some shit. But, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not pro-chaos, but it seems like most people are, so I'm down with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's that, that part of me that wants to see it go back to being easy, simpler or at least just smaller, the world. Let's make the world bigger again big apocalypse big big apocalypse Four thousand people left alive fucking that way you know china can't keep fucking with us uh what really scared me was when we're talking about i've been talking to a bunch of astronomers talking about like space colonization and you know going up into space and eventually living up there and then i listened to this podcast with an ex-cia guy and he goes that idea is just gone and i was listening to it like what and he goes space has already been weaponized there's so many projects up there. I think we saw in the show Space Force where they clipped the wings off a U.S. satellite. That happens all the time. There's constantly data information being stolen from other satellites. There's constantly being destroyed. It's already a war up there. So basically, whoever gets all their weapons and stuff up there first, you kind of run the run the show in a way. So I'm like, damn, so this whole entire idea of Star Trek space, whatever, is just out of the realm of possibility. And you start to realize, like, what the what is what's two years going to be from now? What's three years going to be from now? What's five years going to be from now? I don't know. I'm terrified. Sorry. Hold up. Oh, I almost sneezed. You had to catch it like a train or something. <laughs> Have to mind control that shit. Stuff it down. You know. Just say pineapple. It goes away. 
I use some tantric skills, I know. Well, you got to have some irons in the fire, right? Can't you just bum the shit out of me the first 10? If I knew that was going to happen in the beginning of the podcast, I wouldn't have done it. I thought you were going to start ranting about global elites when you're like, I got some stuff on that. Yeah, no, really, really, it wasn't my computer that's fucked up. I was just trying to compose myself. I was crawling, crying in the corner before I got on on these. (laughs) It was was my shitty computer. I really didn't want to have to wear this today. As long as you don't touch it like that again, we'll be okay. My computer won't. It doesn't like your show, I think, maybe. Sorry. Not a lot of people do. It's all right. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's there. I mean... (laughs) It's not gone anywhere, so. So, uh, Bob Ross. Yeah, let's talk about Bob Ross. What about Bob, Bob Ross? That, that was an interesting documentary. It was My a good was one, a, dude. He was player, huh? I think it's in, like, I, I really like, like, I'm not against the government, but I'm just, I'm, I'm really into the political or this kind of conspiratorial like shit. And I think that's why society's probably hooked on a lot of these things right now is everything has been like true crime, true crime, true crime. And then it's like solving, like they got dog, the fucking bounty hunter looking for some missing dude, you know, like, I'm like, is this the best show I've ever seen in my entire life? And this is reality. And I'm like, I hope people take this in a different direction, which is just kind of focusing in on like, life is like this never-ending movie and then one day it ends and i'm like it's kind of important to realize that because i had a flashback of like um some memory on facebook from like 10 years ago or something like that and like it was the starting of when facebook was like first you know becoming this thing and it was just like something stupid to like messaging a classmate or something but it was like i put it on a timeline or something like that and i'm just looking back like holy shit like i'm getting old and then I saw the movie older or old with M night Shyamalan. And I felt even older. And I was like, time is fleeting. Our cells are rapidly expanding and we're going to die soon. Yeah. I mean, relatively speaking, if you want to compare your time here versus how long here has been, it's not, it's not much. It's not even a second. No, it's like that. I mean, can you imagine some of the shit trees have seen? They've been here for a while. The fucking horrors. The amount of people that have been fucking in the woods and a tree, a nice sturdy oak is just like, I've seen it all. Man on man, man on woman, woman on woman, dog on sheep. And you're like, oh my God, (laughs) what horror. Imagine if you could touch a tree and soak up its information. We're going to get to that point eventually. I just saw that their military has now like devised this thing that goes on your head. It's like a, like a headband. It's techno. So AI, that whole fear I had of AI, that's a real fucking possibility that that's going to happen. You know, most of the music that gets created now, like any beats or anything like that is mostly created by AI. So you're not even necessarily enjoying the classic human compose or composition anymore you're now enjoying ai and then a rapper that raps on top of that i think um little nas is pretty good but little nas did a song by dolly parton where he just sat said the lyrics he just said the song and dolly parton's like this is such an honor and it's like kind of the optics of he's in the eyes of social media it's kind of like when howard stern said something about joe rogan everyone's like who's this fucking washed up has been and that's howard stern in a way but you start looking at like 
the world of AI is changing. This military headband that they're putting on, it's supposed to be some type of sleep thing or some type of way to be able to help people that are suffering from some type of like men mental disaster or stress from the situations that they've been put into. And it's like, it's going to end up keep going and expanding to the point where these algorithms are going to be the basis of everything like actors or movie plots or movie stories or these types of things are going to be AI created. They're not going to be directors anymore because the content that's being created is going to switch over to AI because that's what people are enjoying now. People like that. And I don't necessarily think it's bad. I think it's pretty good for a machine doing that. But I also like the human creation and the human flaws that come with it. I mean, if you end up getting this algorithm after a certain amount of time, perfect something next thing you know, every science project or every type of uh, research thing or every type of thing, it's just AI created. It kind of takes the human ingenuity out of it. Like, that's why I think I enjoy the Victorian era and also the industrial age so much is because despite the times and the conditions socially that were going on, it was a great innovation in society. Today is a great day to be alive with technology, depending on how you look at it. But the advancement, I think it's happening way too fucking fast. We need to slow down a little bit, like take a 10 year lull. What if that was, what if Y2K wasn't what they said it was, where all the computers were going to shut down and all this shit, but what if it was actually, we all got put in the matrix. Yes. You took the word out of my mouth. I knew you're yeah. going there. You're going. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's really where I saw, I like keep thinking back and I'm like, how did we get here? It's 21 years later. And how the hell did we get to this point right now? And like, how do we get to a point in the world where we literally sacrifice one of the most beautiful things possible, which is the stars at night, all because we like having lights in our homes? Mm -hmm. That light pollution has caused it to where it's very, very difficult to see the stars at night, depending on where you're from. And I think that's probably the biggest Maybe that's why mental health is such an issue and people are depressed all the time is that there's all these devices and all these things that are causing us to slowly lose the grasp. I think the earth naturally had processes that brought you back to a stable point. You know, when you're going through all these tough times in the kitchen, when you're doing all these tough times in your business, if you walk outside, smoke a cigarette, even though you're inhaling nicotine and blowing it out, you're still getting a little bit of fresh oxygen in when you breathe in. And it's also causing you to stop and really pay attention to the moment around you, like looking around at your surroundings, whether there's building. Now, imagine if those buildings were gone and it was just landscapes. Mm -hmm. So painting, painting landscapes like Bob Ross did, he said, you gotta, you can't paint like things that you can see. You can but you'll have way more fun if you paint something that is in your memory. The reason why he paints mountains and all the snow areas is because he was in Alaska for 12 years. I can only paint like beaches and shit because I live at a fucking beach. That's <laughs> all I've seen. It's pretty flat. Not and after much. that movie old with uh, M. Night Shyamalan, I'm like, I never want to go to a fucking beach again. <laughs> Jesus, aging like six months in a matter of an hour. Mm. Oh, that's like that other movie with the the Caprio when they keep going into the dreams and they go another level and another level, and like time is much faster in those dreams. The worst goes... part in that movie was I don't know if you've ever seen original Pet Cemetery. Yes, they had a lady who had like a bone condition. Yes, yes, and she like was like she ended up like that fucking lady that was the sister like that crawled out of bed that had that bone disease. She was like that at some point, and it was like, oh my god. Right. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert for anybody listening. I'm sorry. 
But if it is the matrix, imagine like eventually technology is going to get to the point. Remember, we talked about plant perception multiple times before. You're going to have a thing where you can put your hand on a fucking tree and be able to soak in its horrors or its informational code. I think the ones and zeros of it all. I mean, a long time ago, we had a, or not even a long time ago, like 2012 or whatever, there was a design for a machine called Eater. Now, this machine, E-A-T-R, was a robot that ate dead tissue like it would be on the battlefields and it would clean up the decomposing Decomposing. body so it would eat the body that eventually was dead so then it would just clean up all these battles so you wouldn't have any human remains just laying all over the place because somebody has to love those motherfuckers away i don't want to do that job but now the war front seems to be taking into an ai shift so instead of using people, they're now using survey drones or there's these types of drones that are really small that fly out. And eventually that's what war is going to be. Now, cost, people's lives, there's two things right there. Cost, the money's going to go up. People's lives, you're going to save a lot. But also a factor is you're going to waste so much money because now you don't have to worry about losing a human person on the battlefront, which in some cases, me and you, because we're at ground level, would give a shit about. But people that are politicians or people that are up there and have a major disconnect with the people below them don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? That's people to them is just a number. It's a tally. It's a thing on a chart. So this is where we start to see the craziness of what the next five years is going to hold. If people are already starting to hate technology right now, the next five years is going to get a little bit intense. And more intense. I don't know. I can't take much more intensity. Um, Man, you really go down some fucking rabbit holes, don't you, on the internet? That's something I never heard of before. A robot. What eater? Yeah, that's an old. That's an old one. I've talked about it a couple times. Have you seen? All right, there were two things that you made me think of in that conversation. Uh, You know, the Amazon's trying to deliver packages with drones. Did you see the crows are crows are taking them out of the air? Crows. Crows. Yeah, crows. Fucking nature's fighting back. Yes. And then what's this new thing? Like, um, it's like the new flat earthers. Uh, people are like, birds are not real. Birds are actually. I've talked uh, to a couple people that believe that. That, that they're, they're. They have strong points, damn it. They got some fucking. Have you ever seen a bird not on a power line? I'm like, God damn it. He's fucking right. Well, it's it comes from religious texts because crows or all these things were signs of death and omens. So people think that's a, a skip in the simulation. It's it, dude. It's so hard. Like there are sometimes I'm sitting outside and I'm looking up at the sky and I'm seeing the clouds move and I'm just like, imagine if there's a fucking dome that we're in. It's like a simulated thing. Like I don't think the matrix is real, but you start looking at the simulational thing. There's just a bunch of weird shit. But I think that's a factor of people tend to model their characteristics off of things that they see, people they admire or look up to, and sadly every actor that people like to model themselves off of or any comedian that they want to model themselves off of. Like, for instance, I was on the news and I was like, let's, I want to find a good fucking story. This is what we need. We need a good story. Like not a fucking terrible, someone got murdered and fucking (laughs) bless you. Um, But someone got murdered and shot themselves in the head. I fucking, I hate that shit. So I was like, let me find a good story. 
there was a story, and this is their shit stories they use for positive to bounce out the horrible negatives that they throw at you. They go, Martha was 92 years old, and she kept mailing the hokey pokey to her neighbor, telling her it's this new catchy thing the kids are going to get hooked on. She goes, I don't know why people just don't enjoy the hokey pokey. And then the lady's like, she kept sending me the sending me the tape over and over again. I said, I haven't gotten to it yet. I'll make sure to listen to it. Well, guess what? On her 93rd birthday, the whole neighborhood could came out and went on her front lawn and did the hokey pokey there's just these out of fucking shape people that can't even bend down and do whatever the fucking hokey pokey is it looks like a half-ass hokey pokey i'm like oh my god like this is the positive shit no wonder everyone's interested in the bad because you make the bad sound like a goddamn documentary or sopranos episode and then your positive shit is like i don't know that's why i it's but the hokey pokey is what it's all about, man. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut you the hell your, up. You put your arm in, you put it out, you know? That's what a lot of people are doing. Yeah. They're getting you in. put your credit card in, you take your credit card credit out. Card. You fucking put in your PIN numbers, and that's what it's all about. All about. A lot of people are like, I'm in, I'm in. Oh, shit, this is scary. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wow, that looks good. I'm in, I'm in. Oh, no, 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 I'm out. Well, I think you're much like me, and you're the type that's like, I'm not going to dive into it because then I'll get sucked in because I feel like we're that type of person that's like, it's not middle ground. Well, we are middle ground in a lot of thoughts for sure. We definitely think about stuff. We have critical situations. And before we took 45 minutes to get an episode going, I was going, I had a really good question. I got to remember. So I'm going to think about it as I'm saying this, but an example of like how we are is like when we get interested into something, we go full into the pool with it. We don't just dip our toes into it. Like a lot of people go, I'll pick it up here and then I'll deal with it later. No, we go full into it and we try and know everything about it as much as we possibly can, which I think is important on a lot of aspects of things, but we're just in this weird kind of thing where I, I just, I, I don't know if it's, a concept of like the technology that's kind of evolving us in a way, or is there some basic concepts that we're just missing out? Like, I feel like there's crucial steps as people that you should be doing, but I don't know what those are. I think everyone has an individual goal or some type of thing, but everyone's kind of modeling stuff off of things that they see or things that are trendy, you know, like um, anything you see that a politician says or anything now, I mean, has it always been like that? Or is this just a brand new thing? You know what I mean? Like they're starting to find out like Russell Brand, that guy who was a actor comedian has became like a main politician dude. Now, did you see all the videos he's putting out where he says Russia gate that the election fraud was actually during the Clinton's era, the Clinton whole thing was an election fraud with all those. Yeah. 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 Um, he's, he brings up a lot of good valid points. I mean, he got off the drugs and really like, got it he gets into it he's another one that dives fully into it he's like this is what i'm doing right now and i'm going ham on that motherfucker let's do this and he goes all in and he has fuck you money so he he can like waste hours days weeks trying to find something um and uh he's not manipulated very easily uh in a way well i used to hate the people that would be like I, I go I go golfing and I like to get drunk on the lake with a handful of cannolis. And it's just like that. What is your life like? That just sounds like shit. But now I'm actually that's a refreshing thing of fresh air when they fucking when I come across one of those people because they're not 100 percent into all this political shit. And I'm like, man, yeah, I'm in trying. their own little bubble. They're like, yo, yeah, but I can't I, do anything. 
I've been, I'm fucking consumed in it and I can't get the fuck out. I, that's why I've been getting off social media. I just don't, I just been painting my ass off. Like, fuck it. This is what's going to, Bob Ross is going to save my goddamn life. I know I'm kind of jelly, man. I want to sit down. Like I, I went to just go visit a friend at his job the other day, uh, just to like escape my problems for just an hour. I was like, let me just watch your problems unfold for an hour. Cause I'm tired of dealing with mine and everything else. Let's talk about like fishing and hunting and other dumb shit that we used to do before I got involved in all the things I'm involved in now. And then I'm like my another my escape now is I just come home and watch my daughter like grow. Just keep her away from the TV. I try, I try. So her, you know, my wife and they're pretty, they're pretty like you know normal people i guess you'd say like they're they're not into all the political shit keep her away from dog patrol or puppy patrol whatever it's called (laughs) but they constantly have the tv on and the news on and it's in spanish but i can understand it and it's the same shit in english and yesterday i couldn't take it anymore we were having breakfast and i just was like enough with can we turn this off and her mom was like oh he's tired of listening to stuff in spanish i was like no no I don't care. Spanish, English, French. I'm just tired of listening to the garbage of fear. I said, that's all that's coming out of here. That's all I hear is fear, 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 fear. And we just turn it off. I put on classical music and they were just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. um, I, there's too much. I remember when I was a kid, the news was only on like two or three times a day and it was just an hour. It was only on three channels. Now it's 24-7, 365. There's like 100 different channels. Well, everything's just fucking clickbait, and the clickbait is what people see. Nobody has time to fucking research into an article. Nobody has time to look at things. Yeah, they just take it as, okay, we're doing this right now. Um, you know, be afraid. Be afraid of this thing, that thing that we're not allowed to talk about. Um, just do what we say. Go to work. Don't go to work. I don't, I don't get it anymore, Rob. I don't know. Can I, can we, we should do, we should do a Bob Ross podcast where we like paint. Fuck off. I'm not doing that. (laughs) I hate it when people talk to me when I'm trying to paint because I'm always, I'm always focused in on one thing, even though in a conversation, I can think about many things at once to bring up in like a physical activity. I'm only focused on that one thing. It's like when I'm working out and someone tries to have a conversation with me, I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, why are you always so angry? I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm focused in on the thing that I'm doing to make sure I don't fuck it up. This is what happens. This is how we get into 9-11 situations is that someone isn't fucking paying attention and they, they, they miss a major step. Maybe, you know what? I want one thing to be done by the end of 2021. I want to find out what's in the goddamn Vatican. Is that okay? Is that okay? Can I find out what's in there? All these documents? How has nobody just gone in there with a fucking a flashlight like scooby-doo style and just look through all these old texts and trying to find all the secret documents that they have uh, i don't know maybe they have like the things that they that the ancient civilizations like uh you know peru and uh what is it uh you know these like the pyramids and all the lies that they've told for 2000 years why did the hobby lobby have a 1.5 million tablet of gilgamesh in their fucking store and like whatever minnesota or some shit they just found a random 1.5 million dollar tablet of gilgamesh it's like fuck what? you did one well see here's hobby lobby i would expect that to be 100 <laughs> honest with you because 
their main job is to collect rare antiquities. And this guy had a connection with the black market and he was using the Hobby Lobby to order off like secret style shit. And then they managed to find this type of stuff. You know what I mean? That's crazy. It's kind of like when that one person went on Craigslist or whatever, the internet, and got this whole news story about them saying that they had the lost diary of Michael Jackson with all these unwritten songs into it. People like that idea of shit. And even though they necessarily don't even care, it's just the brand of having that. Like Hunter Biden. I was channeling my Hunter Biden when I was making my paintings. His whole thing is he has paintings that hang in the White House Mm -hmm. because his mom in her office in the White House has a Hunter Biden painting on the fucking thing. So now that's like unethical. It's your kid. You're going to hang their shit. You don't if your daughter makes something and you know it's shit, you act like it's the most amazing thing in the goddamn world and you put it on the fridge, even though you're like our fridge just is brand fucking new. It has a TV in it. And I have a fucking painting of, I think that's a dog. They're like, it's a bear. It's like, that thing fucking bear. That's a fucking dog with three dicks. And you, you put it on there because you, you care about your daughter and you know that would make her fucking happy. Same thing with Hunter Biden. He has my, a major cocaine issue that he's gotten over, but it makes him happy if his paintings are in the White House because now he can sell them to mysterious buyers for 500000 fucking dollars. Well, you know, the whole... That's just like a cover-up, right? That's how they they funnel the money no for shit. bribes. No right? shit. I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm aware. I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty into it. You're into it. I don't know if all your viewers are. Oh, maybe. You can't believe those lies from the government. Everything's a lie. This whole. It's all a lie. It's all lies. If you could do one thing, unlimited money, one thing, any job, what would it be? One thing, unlimited money, any job. Because you know you're going to be phased out at some point, right, with the food truck. Everything's going to be phased Everything, out. Everything, yeah. Any normal out. job is going to be replaced by a robot. They're just going to have vending machines that are going to distribute a fucking taco or whatever the hell the people want and a customized plate of jello food. A farmer. You want to be a farmer? Yeah. So you could soak up all the knowledge all those trees have seen? Yeah, and the animals. Matt, if we get a technology that does that, I'm going to be fucking happy as hell. People would lose their minds. They wouldn't know how to process it. They can't process what they see in front of them every day. Tree's going to tell them what happened a thousand years ago. Like, no. The horrors I've seen. (laughs) I don't think we have any trees that go back that far. Yeah. Redwoods in California. Yeah, but they're all pretty new considering how many they cut down. Probably every tree that we see now, these small little, that's why these, we have more trees than ever, but they're not as big and old and healthy like the other ones used to be the older ones before we cut them down. The ones we regrow are very, very thin. That's why there's so many more because they're younger and they're thinner. Yeah, no, the redwoods are pretty old. I think they're the last, last really old ones. How do you know? I don't, just what they told me. Who told you? I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. I've touched them. I didn't get any kind of transforming vibe or anything. You can feel the soothing no. of salt. Up. No. Hit when knock went, on it. This is going to be a sturdy birdhouse one day. I touched the uh, the old rocks at Oyente Tumbo in, uh, in Peru that have supposedly been around since like be- way before Jesus. 
they're huge. It was, it was a mind blowing experience. You go there and you're looking at these really big rocks. And then the guy starts telling you these things. And he's like, these were here before the Incas. You see the other shitty rocks that are small and just kind of misplaced at the top that they used to fill in. He's like, that's the ones the Incas put in. And you're like, but, but the How Incas were the, know? yeah, well, so like, they're everything's like, a damn misinformation rabbit hole. There's people that go like, I'm part, I'm part this. My grandpa met my grandma at this diner. I was like, your grandpa probably met your grandma at a fucking strip club and told you they met at a diner because they didn't want you thinking your grandma was a slut. Well, right. So like I was very American at the time and I'm like, I never saw anything like that on the documentary shows that I watch on, you know, weird shit like the pyramids and all. I've been I've been questioning everything because I I read up on this conspiracy. It's pretty good. And it's the phantom time hypothesis, which said the dark ages never existed. So there's 300 years of made up history. So we're not actually in 2021. We're in 1791. I'm like, God damn it. That's foolproof, man. There's a lot of issues when it comes to astronomy and stuff. But I'm like, I think everything that's been told to us, imagine if we're like, America's a couple hundred years old. It doesn't feel like it, though. It feels like it's been around a lot longer than that. It feels like it's been around for like a thousand years or something like that, but it's really not. So I'm just wondering if it's just a generational comparison. Like, I mean, three generations ago was a whole completely different time. Hell, a generation ago was a completely different time than the one we're in now. And I'm like... It's going to be very, very difficult and more important for researchers to be able to log their history, considering on how fast we're evolving in such a quick and rapid way. Yeah. Um, plus, the way they just keep rewriting things. Who the, who the hell knows? You know, like when I went to school, uh, you know, uh, hydrogen peroxide. Let's, we'll just use that as an example. They told you put hydrogen peroxide on your cuts and it cleans your cuts out. And you don't get infections. and and you'll heal up fast. Now they're like, don't use hydrogen peroxide. It kills, kills cells. Doesn't I knew that dirt. when it started burning. I was like, that's not, that's not just killing dirt. That's killing some alive cells. It's kind of like if you see a candle and you burn it and you see the tip of the wick that's still burned, but the, the fire's out, you just cut that part of the candle off. I'm like, it's like cutting off your finger if it's got frostbite. Okay, the frostbite's gone, but you can see where the dead tissue is. Oh, I just got to cut it off right there. Uh, yeah, I saw something dude had frostbit fingers and he was like tapping them on a mirror and like it was all nonchalant. And I'm like, dude, you're about to lose those. They're, they're coming off. Where's the goddamn gloves? Right. It's like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. I'm like, yeah, that's a big deal. You're about to lose your hand, man. Um, but you know, everything has just changed, you know, it's all made up. Like what we knew is not valid anymore. So who's to say? The things in the history books are what they really were, what really happened. I mean, goofy stories like Billy the Kid, <clears throat> that Wild West romance novels that he was reading, and then he went out there to be like that. And he was like, oh, it's not really like this. Uh, but, uh, you know, do you think I'm that's an increase that of attention spans? You think just attention spans have changed so much that people need something every new every five minutes or every like every year they every year they create like two iPhones. Yeah, I guess. Well, they just yeah, got to keep it changed. Can't so keep going with the technology expansion. You're sacrificing your attention span. Yeah, that seems about right. I mean, kids can't sit still for more than six seconds anymore, right? Yeah, but I. I think that's always been like that, but I think that the age has just changed. It's not just kids anymore. It's now adults can't sit still for more than six seconds. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, so we're 
21 years into technology. So those kids are now adults. Oh, I don't know when you, when you only had a stick and a wheel to play with all day long. Right. Remember you ever see that toy that like that was it. And then you had to go chop some wood to build a fire to make your dinner. Fucking go kill a lamb and feed your family. Right. Now people are like, what do I do with my day all day long? I don't have to kill anything, hunt anything, make anything. Well, the evolution is like you found a cave when you're a caveman, and then you lived in your cave and came out to hunt. And now it's like the only time people ever leave their homes is when it's to go to work or go get food. Mm, So it's like the evolution has kind of stayed. I mean, it's changed, but then it's gone back. It's like in basic ways, people are reverting back to like basic functions, which starts to make me ponder on what I think the future is going to be like, where I'm just like, I think there's never going to be an opportunity to leave your home. I think when you do end up leaving your home, you get lazy or bored after a couple of minutes and you want to go back. And if you do go out into the world, I feel like all store shopping is just going to be online where they'll have pictures of the food but they're not actually there. It's like, but I want to purchase this. And it's like, well, you can do it on our online store, but it's like, I'm at the store right now. You guys don't have it on stock. No, it's everything's online shopping. Now Um, you can go home and order it off your device. And it's like, but every time I log into my device, I get ads and pop-ups and I totally forget on what I wanted to get in the first place. Like I haven't eaten in 40 days. Exactly. We don't need you to eat. Just keep buying shit that you don't need it's already happening so they have this thing called reef kitchens popping up um so they're just like trailer kitchens and they're just like everywhere now in the city and you can't walk up and order from it you have to do it via grubhub uber eats postmates whatever um and food's just garbage it's all frozen shit and um what's wrong with like a nice frozen chicken patty first chicken patty it's not even chicken so it's probably it's probably processed babies does it say chicken processed babies <laughs> who's taking the time to fucking process a baby oh, mcdonald's what do you think is the weirdest conspiracy that you just can't get down with uh like that one my friend says that mcdonald's food is really just all the missing children in the world chopped oh. up and <laughs> I thought you were talking about the recent thing, the guy who's uh, exposed uh, McDonald's data and found out a lot of their meat is actually not even the actual meat. It's actually some type of paste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. What about That's the true. whole Subway tuna sandwich conspiracy? It's not really tuna. I didn't care because I don't know who's a normal person eating at Subway anyway. And who the fuck is ordering tuna sandwich from Subway? <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't trust any tuna like that. It's like me when I got food poisoning off gas station sushi. Oh, God. That was like a month. That wasn't even a month ago. That was a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God, Rob. Really? Oh, my God. I, I thought I had COVID. Oh. I, could, I could smell those. So I was like, it's not COVID. Thank God. I, I bet you took some shits then, huh? No, it was mostly like feeling like you have to, but you're just you in can't. stomach pain. Oh, I thought you would have known by now never ordered sushi from a gas station it wasn't a sober decision (laughs) at that point anything looks good and i think that's kind of like with everything it's like if you really like it's a lot of grouping like a lot of the things that look very appealing are just because a lot of people are doing it. it's kind of like hopping on the bandwagon it's kind of like if you really look think someone's attractive 
make sure they're not around a group of people, make sure they're by themselves. You see the attractive meter go down a little bit when they're surrounded by people. You know, if you're a good looking person, you surround yourself with ugly friends, then all your friends look ugly in comparison. You look like this God that's walking amongst children. And it's kind of like, you just got to put your hands up and isolate them from their group. Like, okay, yeah, my brain's because your brain looks at the optics of how things look a brand new car next to a pre-owned car, even if it's the same car, it just looks different. It looks more attractive to get the new car, not the pre-owned. Yeah, I mean, try getting a car right now. Have you seen that? Because I'm back in the saddle again. How do you how do you feel about that? All the stuff is just floating around on the on the West Coast. Off the coast of California, they can't get it in right now. Have you noticed? Wait, what? Have, what? Have you, have you noticed? <laughs> have, have you gone to a store recently and like noticed that like the shelves I was just... are fucking empty, dude? Like, oh Jesus! Wait, what's what's the issue? Uh, all of all of the goods, all of the products that are are meant for us to consume and buy are are just floating and backed up off the coast of California. All the shipping containers, they can't get them offloaded fast enough um is that why the united states postal service is like fuck it i'm just done shipping your packages uh, that's another whole i'll say everything's just delayed i was like did you guys ever show up on my i got a package yesterday and the, it said heavy on the box and they just dropped it in my driveway because the person i bet grabbed it and was like this is heavy as shit and just fucking placed it in the driveway not even up to my steps my driveway is not even that long it's like a car length yeah um that's another issue i mean first and foremost the post office sucks it's run by the government and um they don't have enough money uh but no yeah they do of, <laughs> do you oh, yeah, see all right. the money that they spend that fucking package that came out and they said oh it's not going to cost anything and i'm like nothing in the world is fucking free you've taught us all that and they're like it's not going to cost anything it's not going to no it's just going to come out of tax money or it's going to be i don't know inflation all that um that's already happened all work at subway you get 18 an hour (laughs) the fuck are you talking about you're going to toast my sub and then do that wrong uh yeah but then your 18 dollars doesn't buy shit whatever Um, happened to jared remember him he got caught touching little kids and trading. Porn- nobody talks porn- about it anymore. No, because I bet he has a happier life than we do. That's the sad part. He lost all that weight to look good for the kids. You're a horrible human being. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, if you were a kid and you were being molested, wouldn't you want it to be by like a skinnier dude than a fat, ugly guy? Let's take the topic off human molestation. <laughs> Good God. I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to hit the positive point. This is your positive spot? Well, I'm just spinning a bad you thing into positive. OJ? <laughs> I'm happy when I'm on Twitter talking about fantasy sports. That's all he uh, does now. Let's see. Yeah. So, yeah, all the all this stuff is uh, it's stuck out there in the ocean. Shipping containers are just floating around because they can't get in and get it all floated because um, it's too much and there's not enough people to do it. And then there's no truck drivers to to drive it across the states to put it in the store shelves. I was trying to look at what changed during the pandemic, like when everything opened back up, because I remember when the pandemic first, like it was like clear and everything kind of opened back up in my town. There was a bunch of like FedEx issues and UPS issues. Um, this is like six or seven months back. And um, 
what do you call it? Uh, all the back of the UPS and FedEx things, their doors were open as they were driving and packages were just flying out. And it's just the reason I got interested in this was because recently during like on, I didn't get my unemployment stuff. I didn't get the pandemic bonus until way, way after, like basically in September, I got all my money. So it all was a lump sum at once, which was nice. And it kind of made you forget a little bit of all the pain of every day checking and calling and calling and calling and spending all these hours on these unemployment lines. They're telling me I owe like two thousand fucking dollars. And I'm like, what? They're like we overpaid you. And I'm like, bull fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I guess they messed up or something like that, but they're going back for everybody. I looked this up online and there's like everybody's complaining about like they tell me I owe 10, 10 grand in overpayment. And it's like, that's half the fucking money they gave me. And I'm like, bro, you guys are like, that's their fault if they fucked up. But it doesn't matter. They're going to want to get your money. But it's just like college debt. That never fucking goes away. They'll keep billing you shit. I've been out of college two years still saying I owe $420. I'm like, yeah, good fucking luck. That's a nice number, though. That's why I'm keeping it like that. 420, baby. Um, for a did class you see- that I was, that they said I didn't, wasn't qualified for. It was an extra AP psych class. They're like, oh, you had to pay out of pocket for this. I was like, why the fuck would I pick a class that wasn't covered by my financial aid? Does that make any fucking sense to you? Just be, I'm going to take a random AP psychology class. No, what the fuck? <laughs> I really need that one. Uh, did you see that guy that build, uh, Amazon and Google and Facebook, and he he didn't really ever do anything for them. They, he he just sent them invoices and they paid him. No, you didn't see that one. Nope. Yeah, he got like millions out of them. Now, do you consider that theft, or I feel like he was just genius? He didn't or- put a gun to their head. He didn't walk in and be like, "Give me all your fucking money." He sent them a bill for services that he never provided and their lazy asses just paid it well that just shows two issues one issue is the fact they have so much money they can just pay that off right and the second one would just be i'm not mad at people that find a way to be able to do shit like that like bernie madoff like people go he's horrible like you know snowden he's a fucking criminal and people Mm -hmm. are like yeah he's a criminal that cia guy was like i feel strongly about snowden he needs to be in jail because he did break the law that is true but for a good fucking good reason cause. man yep mm-hmm. you're right so i'm, I'm not, not mad at people that try and trick the system or find a way around it to be able to get their money out i mean i'm mad when it's people that don't have money to spend like when my great-grandfather was called like when he was 94 called by a guy impersonating my dad saying he was in jail and needed like three grand or something like that and my great-grandfather paid it and then every day kept asking my dad when he was going to return that money back my dad's like i was a fucking skin the guy didn't know that's fucking right. horrible there's people every single day that watch the goddamn infomercial channel older people that just order shit all the fucking time over and over and over again now are you mad because it's a business doing a sales pitch and trying to get a sale any way they possibly can no but i think there needs to be better systems in place to where scammers or these text messages or phone calls that you get now your phone algorithm has upgraded I think the new iPhone updates have upgraded it to a point where if you get a call from a scam number or something like that, it says scam or it just sends it to voicemail without letting you pick up. But now they found a way to do texts, just like texts, how people have been on Facebook. You see random weird numbers or letters capitalized in certain parts where they shouldn't be capitalized. It's a way to not be caught by the algorithm now. Okay. Here's the issue. Fuck. I'm about to rant. Um, get all situated in my chair. Hold on. Your piece fell out.
Um, so when you start, so these algorithms are basic algorithms. Now they adapt to how you adapt. I don't trust human evolution to evolve faster than the algorithm. The algorithm is going to catch up. So now if you're changing the letters and all these things for the algorithm or whatever, now the algorithm is going to have to upgrade and try and evolve faster. I just, that's an issue because now you're making an ultimate AI where there's going to be kids that are going to be always trying to find, it's going to be up to the newer generations, the kids that know this technology and find ways that are smart enough. Like you ever, your, your kid, for instance, eventually they're going to get to a point where you're like, how the fuck do you do that? And it's like, the kids seem smarter than you in some aspects because they've been involved in this stuff and they found a quicker way their brain thought quicker and was able to manipulate past it. These algorithms are going to get so tough where old fucks like me and you are just going to be done. We're going to be fucking laying on the driveway like an egg during your science class. We used to be able to cook an egg on the driveway on a fucking 110 day. That's going to be us. We're just going to be waiting for some fucking person that just flips us over and rotates us because we're that old. We're going to be dinosaurs compared to five years from now. It's going to be insane. Uh, thanks, Bob. Thanks. I said me too. I'm in that group. No, no. I just mean thanks for. And I'm only in my 20s. Early showing 20s. Me, showing my future to me. That I, I think about this shit all the time. me up. <laughs> I got to see this movie, man. It's horrible. <laughs> it's great, but it's horrible. Yeah. Leave it to M. Night Shyamalan. Another Philly guy. He's uh, he's interesting. No, you're right. Um, it's tough to uh, to stay up with the times. But no, you're you're also right about uh, don't hate the player. Just, you know, hate, hate the game. Right. Like, I don't blame that guy for getting over on Amazon. Fucking he deserved that money. But I'm he only be... I'm only with it if it's going against giant corporations. I'm not. Well, so a, I'm not with it. Yeah. When it's a small person trying to sue a small business over certain conditions or certain things that they're not abiding to. If you won't get a jab, then you cannot fucking work here. You can't do these types of things. That's a fucking issue. That's not that's that's the, the system is set up for itself. I don't know why people aren't noticing the fact that there is a systematic thing and it's an issue. It, it kind of goes back to like and I won't want to talk about the government shit, but like when Biden said, OK, we got to take the, the horses away from border control. Now, hang yeah. on a second. Wait a minute. When I see those four uh, people, the border control people on horses, that's fucking I, that's some weird shit. Like I see that. I'm that like, they're that's still riding horses. That's <laughs> evil as fuck, man. I just picture you taking a sword and slicing people's head off. But then the photo that got manipulated and then Biden didn't even listen. They're still taking away the horses, even though the real information has came out that, no, he was just grabbing the dude's shirt. And he was it was the reins to the horse. It was a manipulated photo. But it doesn't matter. It got the clicks. It got the money. It got its job across. He didn't even care to listen anymore. He just went with it. So here's where we have an issue. It's like I would like to sit down with Biden. Maybe he sniffed me a little bit. Give me. A... That's okay. That's okay. You do have some luscious hair that he probably might get way but up then, into, man. Even with Trump, I'd like to sit down with him too and wonder if there's a person that comes out every two minutes and sprays him with some orange tan shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know he knows it doesn't look good, but I, 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 the issue is like people say like you can't say something. And I had a person say this to me. They go, you can't run off with all this like lab stuff. You can't talk about this type of stuff because you're ruining a person's character. I was like, I'm not ruining a person's character if it's something that's basically already happened. I think everyone can agree that Fauci lied in front of everybody. 
but there are people out there, and I didn't know this, that fucking have bobbleheads of him, have mm-hmm. children's books about him. I'm like, <laughs> this is an ego issue. Is now you're giving this idea that this guy who never had any attention now has all the attention of the whole entire world and is now looked to a Jesus Christ savior. Everyone's looking for a man to burn, but everyone's also looking for a savior that's going to pull them out of it. And for the longest time, these saviors have translated over to influencers. Remember the time we first talked? This is I, I was laughing because um. From the very first time we talked where it was like food stuff on our mm-hmm. first episode. And then towards the ending, <laughs> it's like Chick-fil-A's brain control. And then <laughs> everything after that has just been a political fucking government control <laughs> shit storm of a nightmare. Yeah, that's before we knew each other. And I was like, mm, what's this guy about? He wants to come on a show and talk about what? You're like, just conversations, whatever. And then like, you know, questioning was uh, And then you were like, what do you think about Chick-fil-A? And I was like, oh, let me tell you what I think about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> but like. It's, I think it's important to show a perspective of things, but I also think it's important to – when you hear – like I don't like censors obviously, but the censorship thing is like I want to hear – I think everything's an opinion, and that's – I mean if, if, if a person that's in the leader of this whole entire pandemic thing, the one that people look to their savior, good old Anthony – if people can be like, well, what he said was just the evidence you knew at the time, then it's an opinion. So why are people running around like it's gospel? It's fucking nuts to me where I'm just like, what, what is this idea of everyone wanting to be in everybody else's life? And this is why I'm pro like the tech shit, even though it's scary as hell to me. I just an end is nice. Maybe an end. I'm okay with an end. Are you okay with an end? I don't want to see a hokey pokey fucking horror on my goddamn TV. I don't want to see that. That's a terrible benefit story. That is so stupid that that was on there, considering that all the evil shit is horrific. Now I'm going to send you pictures of eggs with ketchup on it and people doing the hokey pokey. Jesus, like, <laughs> what is life? No wonder you got people killing themselves every day. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I know you and I have talked about it a lot, about, you know, suicide and things like that and i was like no you can't do that you can't do that and jesus christ don't let that out to the public what the hell are you talking about you know i don't know i'm just like walking around like god if i had a guy i think the main thing of our conversations that we talk about is that it's so stressful to be alive right now then like what's the point if it just didn't go on any longer and that's when you're in the tunnel and i think that happens because there is a large amount of individualistic um opportunities that are being taken away and also people feel minimized in their everyday life now for your issue for instance imagine if your company just stopped there'd be a few people that cared but the world would keep continuing and i think it's with that idea that like i'm not pro people being like it's my birthday month but I'm pro people being on an aspect of like, does anybody care or am I making a positive change in anything that I'm doing? And I think, yes, you are, but it's kind of like the minor characters. For instance, I talked to a guy who studies the lore of Pan, you know, the half goat, half man thing mm-hmm. with the whistle. Mm-hmm. He's a minor God, but in a lot of like major tales and stories of these legends he plays a major crucial role but he's a side element compared to the actual main involved characters and he's that man that works in the background or the, 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 with nature we're all like waking up every single day and only worry about bills and all these things your heart working properly 
your fucking lungs working properly, your fucking legs working properly, your brain, every single neuron working properly, and your brain's constantly trying to find ways to be able to fix cells and all these types of things and issues that are going on in your entire life. These are things that go in the backdrop that we don't even take for, we take for granted every single day. And we don't notice the benefit of these things. And I think that's like that with everything. Every single person that you've ever talked to, any single person that you've ever met in your entire life, any type of experience or interaction you've ever had, are minor things that build up into the character and to the influence of who you are as a person. And sadly, the world's kind of like a carnival. Wait, hold on. The world's like an amusement. No. Merry-go-round. No. The world's like a water park. Okay. Uh. Every single drop that gets spewed from another person's bodily functions into your fucking body and your ecosystem, your body's natural flow like a fucking water park that's what people are they're small little bits of these particles it's a shit flake here a fucking eyeball there whatever it's a cell but that influence is what an interaction is and that all constitutes the character and your perceptional thought nothing you do from the day that you wake up to the day you go to sleep is the exact same as the day after and that's because of a quick conversation a quick breath of fresh air every single influence and that's kind of what it is. And the government comes in like chlorine and burns your fucking eyes. That's what the, that's what the whole got to, I had to throw that in there. It's a good, that was good for improv. That was good. That was good. I was impressed. Um, yeah. God, Rob, how do you, how do you, what? How do you sleep at night? Oh, wait, that's right. You don't. I don't at all. It's fucking horrible. I got bags under my eyes. But I was looking back because my podcast is now going to hit a thousand episodes. And yeah. I, I think, I don't know, it was kind of like looking at that memory from 10 years ago and seeing the, the amount of what I've done. And even though it's a small minor fracture on the scale of like every podcast, it gets like a million views. But to me, it's everything. And I think to some certain people that have been on it is probably a lot. And it feels really good that they were a part of the show. Mm -hmm. um so it's yeah. going to be terrible that we have to end at a thousand but is that is that really it no. it's going to be i, I, I think i'm definitely guess. probably i'm probably going to take a break for a little bit um you deserve one man Hope i want to come visit me i that's my whole thing is i think i'm going to move so okay. i want to like get a career i want to get like something where i'm not like a gym's nice but you know it's it's not what I want. It's I want to do something where I can, you know, put this on hold for a little bit, get life situated, get my own spot and then fucking manage from there. This is we can talk about this a little bit off air, but I think it's important to notice and I don't want to turn into a motivational thing, but more on an aspect of like as hard as it seems right now, it does have that big shift i mean for every single thing for instance that you've ever food every catering thing that you've ever done you've now been invited into that memory into their life now not necessarily they might remember that key moment but they're going to remember the amazing food that they had that you had created and you had offered to these people that got married these people i mean it's going to be horrible when they get divorced but in the meantime they're on their fucking day like remember that wedding we had and there was that fucking baklava that we ate i'm just picturing a random fucking food i know you don't make baklava but i have i make baklava uh you talk about can't the, even uh, say the goddamn word the greek uh filo dough with the nuts and the honey right no mo, mo makes that <laughs> he does make that have you heard from mo in a while i haven't heard from him yeah uh, he, 
was talking to him yesterday. I see him all the time. Uh, he's Mo, I miss you. He's he's in the same boat I am. His kitchen burnt down too. What's his name on um? What's his first Amar- name on Facebook? Amarillo. Oh yeah, he's still my friend on there. I haven't seen any posts from him, so I was like, I guess he's taking the social media break too. But yeah, we every all are. every creation you and that that's the thing is is that somehow. I think a small change that would be majorly beneficial is the fact of being in the eyes of people or just doing that goes back to just being there, you know, being a part of the memory because social media is how they choose now to be the best business tool you could possibly use. And sadly, that business tool is a fleeting moment in memory that people don't even remember or it doesn't stick into their brain. A post does not stick into your fucking head unless it's something like a car crash. and You see someone's head get fucking cut off. But when you're at a wedding and you're there and you smile and you hand people their food or you cater their thing, that's a memory that's going to stick in there. They might not necessarily remember you unless you got like an eye patch like I think I've remembered every single thing Dan Crenshaw has ever fucking been on because he has a goddamn eye patch. And just seeing that on the TV, I'm like, we're in a goddamn simulation because, oh, my God. But it's those things that I think are very, very important to lead up into the grand scale of, you know, life in general. And I think like a lot of like we're not going to remember any of this political shit a year from now two years from now we don't we don't even really remember the area 51 that was getting this giant thing of people trying to storm it two years ago or not even the i mean the black lives matter protest was big but i don't see people really riding in the streets like they were before it was this mass movement it's all kind of died down because with the peaks come the lows and the lows come back up the peaks it's a fucking roller coaster you know well, you know you don't see them rioting because the news isn't playing it but they are starting to riot again <laughs> Uh, they're definitely protesting again because they're against the, yep. The pop force. off a Roman candle right in Dan Crenshaw's good eye. I don't give a fuck. Have, <laughs> I want to see him with two on there. They're not showing you them rioting right now because they are. I'm just kidding. Dan Crenshaw is probably a good guy with what they're rioting for. It doesn't does look like a supervillain. He does. He, he looks That's like true. the supervillain from, uh, from austin powers if i had billions of dollars i would do it like a movie would i would have like a, a scarface style mansion i'd probably get really interested in cocaine i mean you don't have to be a millionaire to get really interested in cocaine i would at least be so rich where i walked into a restaurant and someone would have to kiss my ring and then i like i i'd be a tom brady i would fucking walk in kiss my fucking rings it's gonna take me hours chief doesn't matter kiss all of them he just fucking came out of nowhere and came back into the game. He's on a different team and everything. Yeah. He, uh, didn't he win a Super Bowl again? Yeah. yeah he did. F- football's back again. So we're in the beginning parts. It's not Super Bowl yet. Right. But he's but on a different year. team now. He's not in Tampa again. Oh, he's on Tampa again? Yeah. He, won, he was on he New was. England. When did he leave New he England? Was. He was. Yeah. He was in New England for however many I've years. I've been out of the all those games. <laughs> and then uh, then he went to Tampa and he won a Super Bowl in Tampa pretty quick. That That's like a, a spoof about the Dallas Cowboys because he's they've been he, they've been to they've been in the NFC for however many years and have not as many Super Bowl rings as he has in him being there one year. <laughs> yeah. Sports. Sports. It's another distraction. 
water polo. That's a weird sport. Everything's they, weird, I, man. I hear they do some really nasty shit to each other underneath the water that you don't get to see. I don't think so. Yeah, they like stick that their fingers in their butts and they like pinch clear. each other. Not, but like, you know, they're posted up on each other like basketball players and soccer players, but like the water kind of covers below and you don't see them like pinching each other, like kneeing each other and sticking their fingers up each other's butts. I hear soccer players do that too. No, soccer players like fake an injury just so they can get like a. Yeah, they like it's. Do you want to get in the other guy's head? You like get up behind them, like. I like to see competitive stuff on sports, but I don't like to see competitiveness when it comes to the world. Like everything is a competitive thing now. I mean, it's in our DNA. We're all just hairless chimps, and they're pretty competitive. You don't think we were were like created out of microorganisms? You don't think we used to be mole people, shrews? No, not shrews. That's like the main theory is that we used to live underground. Uh, Yeah, I heard that one before. I mean, it's possible when the whole uh, ice ages and things were blocking out the sun. It's really cold. Had to go underground to survive. It was warm. What are you going to do to survive? Whatever the fuck I have to. What's that going to be? I don't know, man. What's your next step? My next step, I'm trying to build my own kitchen right now. So I have this wonderful thing right here for the bank. I have to divulge all my personal financial statement, my assets and liabilities, tax returns from the last two years. You should have your own shop. I should. It's been a goal of mine for if you do, a really long time. It. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm saying it here. So if it does come true, that means I will do it. I'm going to hold you to it. I thought we were um, going to set up a business opportunity where I could do online calling for you guys. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. So I my biggest to issue, never leave my home. I know, Bob. You're 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 a shut in. We Only to take a like shit. <laughs> you want to go into the outhouse? No, I just go to Walmart and light it up. <laughs> I'm kidding. Talk about things that have evolved. Can you imagine having to go outside? In the middle of winter. Amish people still do it. Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's like, it's even hard to get up now just to take a pee in the middle of the night. You're like, oh, fuck. I guess that's why they had those chamber pots. And why did I drink that Diet Coke before bed? That's, you know, that's what I always try to go back to whenever I feel like things are just really bad. I'm like, well, at least you don't have to shit. In the at least you don't outhouse. have to fight a fucking bear for food. I'll fight a bear. I'd be like that guy from the what was this? What was that Leonardo DiCaprio? You're gonna say Revenant. I was thinking of that too. Yeah. That story's bullshit. You don't think it happened? No. Did you see what the real story actually is? No. What? The real story is that a guy got mauled by a bear in the woods. They left him there because they thought he was dead. He walked all the way back to camp, and then they were like, "He's like you buried." He was like, "I was still alive." They're like, "Sorry," and that was it. That was it. There was no kid involved. There was no fighting, and some dude left him for dead knowing that he was going to live. They left him there. He walked all the way back to camp. He's like, you fucking left me. And they're like, sorry, we thought you were dead. That's it. That's the whole fucking story. But Hollywood just stuck their dirty little fingers in it. We're like, I'm going to fuck this and make this a, a beautiful masterpiece. Well, yeah, there's not three hours worth of film in that. True story. 
Do you like that? I don't want to be lied to. Just tell me the real shit. Make a movie about a man who made a boat. And then that's it. The boat sank. Sorry. Go again. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Like, I, I we have a show. We have news stories that are the hokey fucking pokey. And you have a goddamn movie that is like the... Do people enjoy that? Because we if we model ourselves off the things that we see then that's what you're you're aspiring to make everything like hollywood every single interaction i've ever seen now is like hollywood people don't talk normal anymore everything is like john fucking wick i think this person's following me i think you're a schizo <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i thought somebody was following me the other day on my way to the to, the, to an event in the try food and truck. stab him stop fucking following me well no anytime anybody gets behind the food truck and drives behind the food truck for more than a mile i'm like why the fuck is this person following me why He's haven't got they passed some really me nice bumper stickers why haven't they passed me yet i'm only doing 55 miles an hour i'm fucking 95 man come on why are you following this food truck what is what is what are you, where are you going he's probably trying to order like ice cream Ice oh, cream. Some fucking stoner came up to us on Saturday. Like, you got ice cream? I'm like, no. I, okay, I don't think that would be a, just a stoner question. I probably asked that too, or at least a uh, gelato. Little, uh, so the truck was an ice cream truck or a dessert truck or some sort of, yeah. And kids always think when they pull up, they always roll up to like, yeah, you got ice cream, cupcakes, like mm, brisket sandwich, French fries. Jesus. but why would you why would anyone follow a food truck for more than fucking five seconds i don't know why are people hungry when they drive but if you were hungry wouldn't you want to like get around that food truck and get to somewhere that like they could actually order food you're a fucking food truck people are thinking in their head like i'm thinking right now is that you're going to stop and make me some damn food Conk the horn. Pull over. If you could do that, to, the ice cream man ruined it for you guys. He's the one he that does. would stop middle of the road, like in the middle of fucking I ninety, and be like, "Here's a fucking sky pop," and he used to toss it at you through your window. You're like, "Thank you." You have no idea how many people still think that happens. They're like, "Yeah, can you just like pull up and feed like five of my workers and then go?" I'm like, "No." I'm really trying to think of that fucking question, man. It's bugging me now, dude, because I, I, I think your perspective I love so fucking much because you think of things where I think I'm a fucking sheep at times because I'm like the toll booth thing still rings in my head today where I'm like, you're going to either turn around when they raise the price. You're like, no, I'm going to stop, park my car and wait till someone gives me a fucking quarter. I'm about to create a problem. for. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to make my problem everyone else's problem until somebody solves it. Right? <laughs> it's an asshole response, but it's a great one. It's a great response. <laughs> yeah, my methods are brutal but effective. <laughs> but I think it's that tackling of a situation where I'm like, God, I've never even heard that perspective. It's kind of like history. Like I was talking to an early uh, a colonial history person, and he was telling me about like, well, he said something I don't think is true, but he said like everybody who's like your age and older still has this idea that white is superior. And I'm like, I don't fucking think that's a thing. What? 
it's just because when you're involved in like indigenous studies or early American history, you, you, you dive into the horrors that happen. And instead of thinking like an anthropologist, well, that was the time period. Imagine you're coming to a whole new country. I'm not rationalizing, but I'm saying imagine you're coming to a whole new country. You show up off this fucking ship and you see someone eating an animal liver. You're going to lose your fucking mind. You're going to be like, all right, we got to fucking worry about these people. Um, but that's the same thing with them too. Like, yeah, you got some for me because I've just been on a ship for months and I'm fucking hungry. That but liver looks good. At the same time, it's like if you're that person eating an animal liver and you see a bunch of giant ships come over and all these people are unloading their stuff onto your land, you're going to be a little bit upset too. So it's kind of like these misunderstanding between two sides. I but like, um, get the fuck off my lawn. What are you yeah. doing? So it, it hits this point where I don't. I, everyone's reality is so different. And I think as much as like, you can look at history and see that this was going on here. And then all the way across the country, there was this going on over there. And like same thing, same world, right? Same time, but different realities, different constitutes of this. That's why America looks like how we do. And China looks like how they do two different realities, two different timelines. It's the same planet, but two different fucking worlds. That's nuts to me where I'm like, that's like everybody's brain everybody's brain throughout the combination of however old they are is that's their reality and their reality is going to be largely different from yours but on some basic concepts we agree mm -hmm. some people believe the earth is flat that's not the normal but that's a reality that's out there that a lot of people still endure yeah i mean okay so you're talking about perspectives i've been thinking about that a lot the, the flat earth and the whole like it's a play on words and how you process a certain word, right? So maybe when a flat earther says the world is flat, it's because they're really meaning it's a singular timeline or, or uh, you know, like. No, they mean the goddamn globe is flat. But like, let's just try and change the way like that you would interpret, interpret, interpret the words globe what if globe just meant space right so like you there are could people that think space isn't real <clears throat> you could picture the globe being round where i would just say globe is space and it's just like a thing that's it could be round or it could be singularly like but it's in a circular wow. shape that's because what you were told a globe was but what if somebody else is like no globe means straight line are it's, you a flat earther? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of like broke it out into like the world is not real and we are in a matrix. And if the matrix was a, 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 a space, it could be anything. It could be round. It could be square. It could be flat. It could be a triangle. Let's just get down to the real like what we're talking about is it's an area. It's like, I don't know. It's a matrix, right? What is a matrix? Matrix is just like something with boundaries in it. And what we're disagreeing over is how the boundaries are laid out. You think that, I'm just saying you and I, I'm not a flat earther. Let me get that on record. But the boundaries in your mind perception are circular. And the boundaries in my mind are in, in infinite. Like, like it doesn't have to be a square or a box or a globe or a triangle or a flat line. It can be whatever you want it to be. What we're really talking about is what's inside that space. 
I mean, I'm not going to try and dismiss that person's view or perspective, but I'm not necessarily going to adapt to those conditions or perspective that person is projecting. Yes, I guess. You got to pick and choose your fucking food, man. <laughs> People don't like to pick and choose. They like to pick what they like and they don't like to let, they don't like to even have the other one on the table. And I'm like, look, you can't just take things away from other people, no matter what side you're on. I'm in that type where it's like, fine, but I don't think that way. I can't believe in a, a god or some type of religion necessarily doesn't mean I'm going to take that away from someone. I'm actually jealous of those people. It's, uh, it's tough. Like, what if Tesla, he was a weird dude, right? Like, a man, Tesla. He didn't really, like think like everyone else thought because he was insane but was he was he insane or was he just like free of all the constructs of everyone else it's kind of like a child the child is pure in a lot of aspects of things but right you anything know, is possible in a child's mind insane in a good way i guess i mean he was very inventive but it's kind of like the idea like the men in black for instance like people go well, that can't be a real thing but there's accounts of it happening and it's like if they've said there's no more men in black do you think they just stopped do you really think do you think they just stopped researching into that really a national threat or an organization that was created to stop a national or some type of global threat really galactic it's um... like when they say we're not doing that anymore, bull fucking shit you're not doing it anymore you say the same smoker says the same thing I'm not smoking anymore sure. Let me smell your fingertips. No. Yeah. So did you hear that Chantix has been pulled from the market because it causes cancer? The baby thing? No, the, the anti, like Chantix was a drug that uh, helps people stop smoking. So I used it. I used it to stop smoking. And I think it's pretty ironic that now I used a drug to stop smoking because I didn't want to get cancer. And that drug might give me cancer. Everything causes cancer. Your shampoo has cancer-causing chemicals in it. Johnson & Johnson had to pull a shampoo and a bunch of other products off their market because it had cancer-causing chemicals in it. Uh, asbestos, right? They're like, yeah. here's some cornstarch and asbestos to keep your balls dry. <laughs> got, you got fucking asbestos in the roof of your house. You live and sleep and breathe. Well, no... It, it's okay as long as it doesn't get moved and then when you breathe it it's bad there's a whole like town in what Australia. are we fucking talking about here man if an earthquake <laughs> happens your whole house the whole world moves oh there's a whole town in the, in australia where they used to mine asbestos um and there's a few people that are still living there and they're like yeah we're okay has it killed I, me yet i bet you can check their dna and there's probably some resistance to asbestos in it possibly thicker coated lungs <clears throat> maybe maybe they just got that anti-asbestos gene is that a real thing i don't know what's real anything possible there's real and then there's possible right that's what we're talking about well real is everything that we can envision but what can't we envision that might be real and and that's the problem with schizophrenics no i think we're all schizophrenic but way, I think yeah. some people are Can't just control it better. Yeah. Like there are some things out there that's like that person's a schizo, but they got all the attention in the world because it's in a funny way or it's in a way that people believe. 
like the idea that cigarettes could stop COVID. That was a real thing a long time ago <laughs> in the beginning the of this thing. gets in your lungs. That's an idea that a fucking... Are you allowed I, to say that word? I'm what? You said can't it. say I shit. Don't Just don't even talk about it. <laughs> Tired of talking about the goddamn fucking world ending. I am too. I'm so over it. I had a, <laughs> I had a, a client email me yesterday. Now, this, this was like a client that I booked their wedding way back when I first started uh, the food truck three years ago. And, uh, and then the C word happened and got postponed and postponed and postponed. And now it's scheduled to happen on New Year's Eve. And then she, she, oh yeah, that's right. She emails me and says, uh, you you know, have you, uh, you know, how do you feel about me asking about the status? Don't even do it. Don't I, YouTube will flag the shit out of it. I know. And then, uh, you know, I I didn't respond yet, but I'm like, you know what? That's not even a problem right now. Cause I don't think I could do your wedding. Cause I don't have a fucking kitchen to work out of. There's like, did you type in the fucks too? I I haven't responded yet, but like I'm trying to articulate it in my mind first before I sit down and like type it out because I don't want to I don't want to be that guy that's just kind of like, yeah, you know what? None of that fucking matters. This is why like people from like hard cities or like from Baltimore or from like Detroit, because they talk kind of like how I like people to talk. And it's kind of like they give you an answer like, no, I cannot do that for you. I was like, can you just say it how you want to say it? I can't fucking do that for you. Thank you. Yeah, I just found a meme the other day. This is, it says, I can't. This is me trying to explain stuff to people. And on the caption underneath, it says, I can't speak without cursing. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Like, my wife gets upset because when we argue, like, she don't care when I say fuck any other time. But when we argue, I can't curse. And I'm it's like, but this is, like, this is when I need to curse the most. <laughs> it's going to lead to like someone getting slapped or punched. <laughs> She's like, don't fucking yell at me like that. And I'm like, I haven't raised my voice. And she's like, no, the words you're saying. And I'm like, okay, well then let's just, let's change the words that you're saying. Let's not say yell. Let's say speak. It's kind of like in some languages, like if you say it in a different language, it might sound more aggressive or less aggressive. Yelling in Spanish in general just sounds aggressive as shit. I feel like Asian people are always yelling at each other. I was going to say that. But I was going to say, I just think it's like the tone of the words. There's a lot of sharp syllables in it. Right. So that when they say stuff, it sounds like they're screaming. They're not necessarily even screaming. Right. But it sounds very intense. Like, damn, I just ordered some wontons. <laughs> Why are you yelling at the guys in the back? <laughs> Fuck. Um, but it's kind of like if you go to like, you know, Boston or something, they just fucking yell like, Fuck you doing? It's like. He's just asking how you're doing, but it's just the way they say it with those, even the letter, even saying the word fuck or saying shit, they have like these pitches and tones to it. that make the word sound more aggressive. So I can understand why people get like freaked out by New Yorkers or something. I heard the word shit on the radio the other day and I was like, I thought that was, you couldn't say that. Nah, we can have tits on the TV now if you want. Say anything now, huh? He used to not be, I was watching the evolution of movies with Rob Lowe. And he shows you like all the things that they added from like when movies first started to where they're at now. And it shows you like the things like when they started showing like 
tits and all this type of stuff in movies was when French cinema did it. And then the market exploded like back in like the fifties or whatever with French cinema movies of these like pornos, you get to see a girl naked for the very first time. A lot of people started realizing this was a great opportunity and it kind of went in two directions. They had movies that included this type of stuff. Cause before there was a, a, a law or a loophole where if there was going to be a sex scene, the way you had to get around it was one person had to have their foot on the floor. So a lot of these old style movies, they're like on a couch or something and they're making out, but they have their foot on the floor. They can't have their feet up on like a, um, like if you're laying in bed or something. That's like a uh, Korean porn or something, right? Like they have well, to use the blur. The scream that a scream in star Wars where you hear the guy go, ah, like that, that scream, that, that scream is in a lot of fucking movies and everyone knows what that scream is. That's from a very, like an old movie scene where a guy's in a swamp with a gun and an alligator bites him in the leg and he makes that scream. And everyone's just clipped that scream and put it into every single movie. Cause it's like a perfect movie scream. Damn. Like all the old scenes in movies used to be like when they're about to get like have sex, they would go off camera with like the door opening up and then a storm happening, or they would have a train going in through a tunnel or something like that. Everyone got the picture. And it's kind of like, if you know, you know, like oh, right. if you understand it, you got it. If you didn't, then no harm, no foul. Protecting the children. Don't let them kids see that. Or the child adults. And now uh, twerking videos on TikTok. <laughs> the evolution of humankind my wife she's very funny now like she's she she keeps telling me that the baby's shaking her ass when she dances and gotta I'm cut like, that no, shit out no no shaking the poto no more of that no so we have one goal in life and that's to keep her off the bowl babe <laughs> well, look bobby we gotta wrap it has it been two hours or one hour and 20 minutes some mistake told you i had oh. to like yeah well time flies it took 30 minutes trying to get into a damn zoom call sorry man it's okay well, we had a good chat me, either way had to make coffee i lost my fucking question though which i'm upset about Come on, let's think of it think about it. all right like, I'm, I'm, all right so go I'm back not to gonna remember it where you were when you had like just think of yourself where i was you were bench pressing and a question popped into my head and i was like i gotta ask bobby this and then now it's gone forever You'll think of it as soon as the call ends. You just put a side note in after. So Sorry, a little insert of a blurp. <laughs> the question was, yeah, I got to go clean the up. The player off. formerly known as Robert Dumont. Find a storage space, rent some equipment. Any links or any positive message to people so we can hit the end? Uh. Drive fast, smoke in bed, no hickeys. Wow. I was really expecting like some encouraging motivation, but drive fast, smoke in bed, and no hickeys? Yeah. What's wrong with hickeys? Yeah. My grandmother says they cause blood clots. You never got in a fight with your vacuum cleaner? <laughs> Many. The hose is going crazy. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, and stay tuned for another episode of Out of the Blank. So I guess we're not done with the episode yet because uh, we're wrapping. We wrapped it, and um, I'm gonna have to add this on to the end because I was talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Then Bobby goes, "Yeah, I think I'm in a different dimension from the time I went to the Bermuda Triangle," and then he comes in talking about taking. What happened? All right. So yeah, uh, we went on a cruise uh, to Bermuda, and uh, on the way out, uh, we hit some really crazy weather, 
and um, I decided to eat some LSD. <laughs> And uh, we got that's what you do. You fucking you you get drunk on a goddamn raft and eat some baklava. (laughs) (laughs) Got tossed around in the ocean a little bit, and then you know, uh, a lot of dishes got broken. And wait, did you when you took the LSD and you were like moving around like all weird because the ship's all wobbly because you're on the ocean? You fucking hit a swell and then you got hit into the wall and it just knocked you into like the Doctor Strange universe. No, I I don't know. You know, we were out there. We went into the triangle. And then the next day, I'm still like tripping, and uh, you know the sun, the sun is coming up and the moon is Don't setting. Don't stare at it for too long. You'd be like those people that get their corneas burned out when they're on heroin because the sun looks so goddamn appealing. But I could see the both of them, and I could see the hemisphere split. It was pretty wild, and I was like, man, I wonder if this would be that great if I wasn't tripping. Actually, you just had a stroke. <laughs> Yeah, and this, this we're all a part of your fucking coma reality. Like I'm not even real. We've never met, but your brain's just not ready to let you know that you're in a coma yet. So this is how it's been slowly. Pr- you don't even have a kid. I, I've had this thought millions and millions of times. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then we went on vacation and we did the whole Bermuda thing, and then came back. But then after we came back, things just slowly started changing over the last 21 years. Um to the point where we're at right now and i don't you know you know we talk about this that this could be like you said uh, a simulation or just me in a coma uh or yeah that's gonna be a good little tidbit for the people that listen to the rest of this episode <laughs> good god taking lsd and going to the breathing i would be too scared it was definitely interesting like the carpet i remember the carpet uh, I'm trying to it rationalize got, it in my head, like me smoking pot before school. I was so scared. It was so weird because the swells were so intense that everybody on the boat was seasick except for me and my dad. And we were just running around just drinking and fucking smoking pot and just having a good old time on this ship that was basically empty. Like even the crew was sick. They were like, we've never experienced anything like this before. We've broke more dishes than ever before. Like they shut down the casino. They shut down the bars. Like we just bribed the bartender to give us a whole bunch of fucking about beer say, and keep alcohol. Keep the casino open. That's what people want to do before they die. Just gamble all their life savings. And, uh, and I was like the only one running around the boat. And, and then uh, it got so weird that I had to take refuge in this one nightclub because it was like dark and it had neon lights and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to hide out in here. And then they were like trying to clean it. And they're like, you have to go to your cabin. And I'm like, no, can I just go hide up in there? I just kept like, like running from boat staff and like, I would have like sat in the hot tub and just waited for the end to come. I couldn't get in there. I tried. And then finally, like it was the next day, the morning was happening. And like I said, so I went out to the back of the boat and they had all these like lounge chairs there. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to like curl up in my sweatshirt and like, watch this shit happen and it was the most amazing thing to this day i've never seen a, a more intense ending of a night and beginning of a day i'm your like, inner subconscious telling you you're a fucking vegetable at john saint memorial's hospital all right so well, somebody please pull the plug already <laughs> you had a bad hit of lsd and you drowned in that hot tub <laughs> all right still here damn it <laughs> 
I think sometimes, you know, when you close your eyes really hard and like you keep them like closed, like, I mean, you just strain and close them. You hear this weird thing in your ears where it feels like it's like a vortex kind of. I was like, imagine if that's like your ability to time travel. When I was a little kid and my mom used to like yell at me and send me to my room for being bad, I would kill puppies. sit there and try and close my eyes and open them and be in a different place. And it never worked. Yeah. But I thought that I could do that. Isn't kinda, that a weird like kind of like perception? Jenny from Forrest Gump praying to God to make her a bird to fly five far, far away? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, something along those lines. Like well, I'd be like, if I just sit here and close my eyes really bad, I could go back to before I made that bad mistake and not do it. And I'd open them and I'd still be there, and my mom still be pissed. Well, I'm glad you let me know that at the end of the podcast.